Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Meme and Die podcast. I am your host, Musio, and I am joined, of course, by my dazzling fellow co-hosts, Cord underscore Gamer. Hello. And Knock V. How's it going? Uh, if you don't know what our deal is, we are a gaming news podcast, and uh, we also like to start off our podcast with just some personal questions about, like, you know, our lives and our opinions on things so that you guys can sort of get to know us a little better. Speaking of which, Knock, why don't you tell me about your week? How have you been? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. What did I do? I went to, I went to my first Pride Festival. Ooh. Whoa. That was on, Fun. that was on Saturday. That was, Pride Month. that was interesting. It's kind of funny because like, it, there's like a lot of like, corporate stalls there where they're just handing out like pride related f- your swag like branded shit and nice. <laughs> the company i work for was there <laughs> I, nice. I, I, I couldn't believe that shit because it, it's like i'm not i'm not gonna dox myself but like if you if you had never heard of the company before like it's not a company you would have ever heard before and like it's just weird for them to be there because they're not really a company who benefits from like public image that much Hmm. So yeah, that was that. Um, then yeah, it was Father's Day yesterday, so that was that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We, <laughs> I know what you're laughing about, you about, asshole. Do we talk about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, so what was this? I I had just gotten home from a vacation that I will tell you about in a second. Probably about like and, five um, o'clock. It, it was about six o'clock. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And I get a I get a phone call. Well, not really a phone call. It was it was a Discord call, but it went to my phone, and um, it was knock. And so I pick it up, and I'm like, "Hi, knock. How's it going, buddy?" And there's noises. There's people talking, but it's not that they're not talking to me. And uh, I'm like, "Hey, knock." Like blah, blah blah, and that goes on for like a minute, and then I realize, "Oh my god, I have been butt dialed." Knock butt dialed me. That's true. And I stayed in that call for 17 minutes, <laughs> screaming my head off, <laughs> trying to make you realize that there was a noise coming from your pocket. <laughs> and eventually your wife noticed. And she was like, uh, what is that noise? It, it wasn't that. And I was it's, like, it's me. We, we just got in the car because we were about to leave. <laughs> we were at a park and we, we just got in the car. And because all of a sudden after the car doors closed, uh, there was no oh. outdoor noise. All of a sudden, we could hear somebody talking from my pocket. <laughs> and oh my gosh! <laughs> oh god, that was funny. <laughs> I think that it was fun. nice. I, I I felt like I was part of the family for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I got to listen in on you. I <laughs> yeah. guess like going through a park or something. That's right. That's right. We were pretty much yeah. at that point. We were just like following Ollie around the playground. And ah. he, we, we told him that it was time to leave and he didn't like that that much. No, he did not. Cause you, I heard you, that. you mentioned that he was crying. It's like, yeah, he was, mm. he was not happy about having to leave cause he was having a good time. No, <laughs> that's really funny, man. That's, that's oh interesting. Gosh. That's not, it's not you, creepy you, at all. <laughs> That was like creepy. No, it's it. No, I, I was just like, what on earth is happening? And I like texted his phone because I have his phone number and everything. Like, yeah, I, I was, tried to call your phone. I texted your phone. I wouldn't see it. It was in my pocket. I was like, what on earth is happening? Bro, you should have just, you know, you could have so just hung funny. up, you know? I think I remember what no, happened. That's no fun. I'm it's no good. <laughs> yeah. It's like me and Rachel were worried that like we said something embarrassing that you would have heard. No. <laughs> um, you can tell you can tell me later, Muzi. You don't yeah, have to yeah, embarrass yeah. Knock here on the national wide famous pop, popular public podcast. <laughs> Even if they did say something weird, it, I, I wouldn't have cared. Probably not. Like out of out of all the people, you and Cord would probably be the ones we I wouldn't care that much about. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, it was I think I know what happened too, because it was like I remember looking at my phone and you had texted me a link, like you just sent me something on YouTube and I'm pretty sure I didn't lock my phone after I looked at that notification. Um, So I just put my phone in my pocket and that's what happened. And you butt dialed me. Wow. Wow. 
That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, it's so funny that it happened over Discord is the funniest part. Right, right, yeah. Like, how do you manage to do that? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we went to we went to a park for Father's Day. We had a little barbecue and there was some mm. some interesting could have there, there could have been a very very bad situation happen. Uh, <laughs> so I, I guess like I'm kind of, I wouldn't say new to barbecuing, but it was like, we kind of like planned it on a whim and I was like mm-hmm. really, really, uh, I guess, I guess careless is probably the the easiest way to say it. Cause I did something incredibly stupid. Oh, when, okay. <laughs> when we, when we got do? there, when we got there, um, I looked at the, the, you know, the barbecue things that they have where you can, you know, put charcoal in and you can, you know, grill yourself up some fucking burgers and hot dogs and shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, somebody had used it previously and there's all ash in the thing. So I'm like, oh shit, I got to clean this thing out. So I get some paper towel and I get the, um, there's like a, a full, I want to say 80% full, uh, garbage bin, but it was like a, it was like a barrel, like a metal barrel. So like you okay. pull the thing over and like tip it over in front of the the um the grill and I'm I'm starting to sweep the the ashy remains uh, into this bin mm. and everything's good. I, I put the put the bin back and I start start up the charcoal chimney and you know getting a, a bunch of charcoal going. He grill it and then I notice the bin is smoking. Oh, wait, what? oh no. So Ooh. obviously there had been somebody at that grill very recently before me. And when I was, mm-hmm. when I was uh, sweeping the ashes into the, the bin, some of the, some of the charcoal wasn't fully finished yet. Ah. And I'm like, ah, shit, this is going to get bad really quickly. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I walk, I walk over to Rachel and I'm like, I fucked up. Because <laughs> there's nothing you can do in that situation. I mean, you like pour water in the trash, maybe. I don't know. So I, I'm here. I am thinking that this thing is about to be, it's, it's about to catch fire and it's going to be embarrassing and it's going to be, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, maybe I have to call a fire department over. I don't know. And Rachel's like, I got that bottle of water in the car. You can try and use that. And I'm thinking, <laughs> The last time we barbecued, we used a whole last gallon of water to try and put out coals and it didn't work. <laughs> and this thing was like, this bottle was a, a quart. It was a quarter of a gallon. So, mm-hmm. and it was like you know, 20% drink, I guess. And I'm oh thinking there's God. no way in hell this is going to work. So, you know, I walk over to the car and I'm, I pull it back and I'm trying to pour it over the <laughs> whatever's smoking in this bin. And I get to a point where I start hearing some, you know, you know, when you pour water on something hot, it starts sizzling. And I hear yeah. this one specific point that's like sizzling. So I'm like, okay, that's, that's the spot. Oh, I'll keep pouring the rest of the water over there. And I guess like, I guess that did it. Cause it was still smoking a little bit after I'd done that, but it was smoking a hell of a lot less. And I think whatever was left kind of just fizzled out because the rest of the mm. day was good. Like it didn't, I mean, at least if it did come back on fire, we weren't there to see it. <laughs> Not your uh, problem. I, see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I thought that you were going to uh, you were going to grab the water, drink it, and then just pee into the into the trash can. <laughs> that oh, is man. the most efficient use of water, right there. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're, yeah. That, that's when you're min maxing life. <laughs> Can't put out a fire if you're dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I was um, I was really worried that it wasn't going to be enough. So I'm like, the, it was I guess like kind of a riverside park, and I was like thinking I could try and like fill it up from the river, and like I almost slid and fell in <laughs> trying to do that. So I'm like, that's oh not going to happen. Oh my god! But yeah, yeah, no, it was it was good for the rest of the day. We grilled up some hot dogs, and, and that was it was fantastic. Um, nice, nice. Um, I had a very refreshing week. I went on vacation. I went to uh, Kiowa, South Carolina, if you know where that is. It's kind of toward the Barrier Islands slash Barrier Islands, excuse me, slash like Edisto area, if you know where that is. Hello? Basically, it's just Hello? Did I lose it's like connection? an island off the coast. 
Hello. Whoa. Court, did you lose connection? We we lost you lose? for a bit. Was that oh. me? Or did we did lose me or him? I think we might have lost Musier for a bit. Okay. Uh oh. So you, can you still hear you me? Said, yeah, uh, we can hear you now. You said key, and then like everything was just like. Oh. I said Kiowa, like K I A W A H. Um, yeah, that's the island I went to. And there's a little resort on this island, and I stayed at the little, little resort. And um, very nice. I, I had a very fun time. It was during that big uh, that big heat wave, so it was very hot, Ooh. but it was it was good. Um, the only thing that was bad about that trip was there was like some workers who came in at like eight fifteen in the morning the first night that we got there, and they were doing construction like underneath our, oh, our little I guess villa, and they were so loud. And they were there until like 3 p.m. And they were so annoying. It was Ooh. awful. Yeah. Um, so we 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 didn't get a lot of sleep, but <laughs> meh. Um, notable things that happened on this trip. Number one, the beach. Oh, my God. The beach was awesome. Nice. It was pure bliss. We had um, we had like chairs with umbrellas. So we had like the shade. Plus the breeze made it almost like cold, but like it was a good like napping temperature. It was perfect. Damn. Um, oh yeah. Um, the beach was of course kind of hot, but like it was like a hundred something degrees. Who cares? <laughs> um the water was really nice. It was like not cold, not too like not boiling hot, but not too cold. It was good. Um the waves were okay. I I'm I'm a little bit of a boogie boarder. Um, waves were all right. They weren't too crazy. I wish they were crazier, but meh. Um, and uh, while I was on the beach, we had watermelon, which was delicious. And I have, I, I feel like I have never felt more relaxed at any single point <laughs> in time in my life, other than when I was snacking on this on this watermelon That's at the awesome. beach. And this watermelon is important because another notable thing. Was when we got back from the beach, same watermelon, we saw some wild deer. Oh, and me shit. being me, I'm like, I wanna go I wanna go say hi to these deer. <laughs> I wanna go I, I wanna go befriend these deer. Um and my mom is like, no, no, you can't walk up to the deer and just like like I don't know, pet them or like whatever. And I was like, no, no, I got this. <laughs> so I grabbed the watermelon and I and I walk up to the deer very, very slowly, very carefully, respectfully. And I offer it to them and they partake. Really? And I was like, we are friends now. Yes. That's they cool. ate the watermelon. That's so cool. I was so not cool. expecting the deer to eat like watermelon. It, it was like just some white tailed deer. But um, I guess they're kind of used to people because I don't know. Maybe. Whatever. Yeah. I fed the deer the watermelon. And then um, I put the watermelon on the ground so that the deer could keep on eating it. And then I pet the deer. Oh my god! Like just straight up, just I pet the deer. Noise, and I was like, "This is awesome!" That's freaking I cool. have just fed a deer watermelon, and now I'm petting it. I've, I never in my life did I ever think that I would do that string of actions, but <laughs> it, I I did it, and it was awesome. I was very happy. Um, Noise. Yeah, I also saw uh, I saw armadillos for the first time in my oh, life wow. in person. Yeah. I saw three of them, and uh, they did not let me pet them. <laughs> I'm sure they <laughs> didn't. I tried. Armadillos don't strike me. me as a, a friendly kind of animal. Um, I mean, they're not too aggressive, but they're right. not like, eh, I don't know. They're not the most social creatures. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my fun vacation. It was very, very relaxing and refreshing. I came back, uh, I came back home. And I was like, man, I feel like a billion dollars. I went into work today. I was like feeling good. Like all the all the good stuff. All Very the nice. good stuff. Mm-hmm. Cord, how was your week? My week? Um I worked. I slept. <laughs> I ate. And I celebrated Father's Day by going to a restaurant and having my dad pay for my lunch. <laughs> Cheers. Fantastic. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, I did something pretty similar. We went to um, just a pretty well-known barbecue spot um, whenever we had gotten back from vacation. We had some barbecue and 
Um, there was a couple things that my dad wanted for Father's Day, and uh, I I got him some some hot sauce that was like kind of hard to find, but I, I found <laughs> it, and I was like, I I'm a good son. I got these hot <laughs> sauce. Um, but my <laughs> and he wanted this. My sister got what in the world? Who is? Good gracious! I'm sorry, my mom. Um, he got a traffic cone. A traffic cone. Like, yes, a traffic cone. Why? That's, that's um, something he I, wanted. I, he he planned. Yeah, this is something he wanted. It was a it was a big old just like a traffic cone. And that I, I, I don't know. That's I, it. It's just something that he wanted. Yeah, that is. He got a singular traffic cone, and he was very happy about it. And I was like, okay, you are awesome. All right. That sounds like that has That's more backstory, dad. but I, I think it was so that he, I, I don't even know. I don't know. I really don't know. It's just, he got a traffic cone. He was like, I want a traffic cone. And so we got him a traffic cone. <laughs> so where do you buy traffic cones from? You buy that shit from Lowe's? Tractor supply. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Tractor supply. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yep. Yeah. 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 And that's how my father's day went. <laughs> All right, um, let's get into the news stuff because there is a lot of stuff. Um, big thing first is the Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, Square Enix has finally give us, given us an update on where they're at with uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake. And um, they're announcing that it will be a trilogy of games instead of just like... Uh, instead of like, oh, you get the main game and then you get the DLCs that are all three parts or whatever... Um, so it's a, it's a little, it's a little weird. It's kind of, I, I, mm, I don't know how I feel about it. Cause it is like, you have to pay for separate games, but on mm. the other hand, it's like kind of makes sense because like, eh, I don't know. I don't know, whatever. Um, but, uh, the next installment will be called final fantasy seven remake rebirth. Um, and that'll, <coughs> launch around winter of this year hopefully on ps5 is it, only on ps5 has there been any releases of the final fantasy 7 remake stuff uh, what do you mean yeah I know, they, for some reason I thought, the first part so the first part has been released yeah that yes. was the main game that released like in 2019 i was gonna say like i, mm-hmm. I thought this had already come out nope it was only um, part one of 35 yeah <laughs> 35 okay no, it was uh, so the original game is broken down into three discs. So this this was basically like disc one because it was on the oh, PlayStation okay. One. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um. So now I guess they're just selling them as separate games, or at least that's what I read or gleaned. Um. But an, another huge thing that I did not see coming was that they are remaking Crisis Core. Um, if you don't know what Crisis Core is, it was this game for the uh, the PSP, and it's basically like um, the prequel to Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> um, it's also where uh, that one cutscene where Zack says, uh, "Me, Gungaga," <laughs> that was a meme, and um, I'm hyped about that because we are going to get a remade <laughs> HD 4K Ultra HD. Uh, me Gaga from from Zach, whatever his name is. I Watch forgot. them not include the meme. <laughs> no, they will. No, they all. Oh, they for sure will. Watch them not though. <laughs> no, they funny. will. Um, but that's releasing about uh, about the same time coming this this winter, and um, I do believe it will be, re- be will be releasing on more platforms than just um, than just PS Five. I, I believe it said Xbox and PC and all that. <clears throat> Which is good. I don't know about Nintendo Switch, but I think that's everything, which is a lot, and that's good because they, like Cord said, this this the first part of this came out in 2019. It has been three years, and they haven't made part two of the remake. <laughs> so I'm I'm glad to see that they're finally giving us some sort of results. They're kicking their butts into gear. It was kind of unexpected that they remade Crisis Core, but. I it is a welcome addition because there is a there's like a lot of like plot and stuff that is in Crisis Core that is not in the main games that it's important and blah blah blah. I'm a huge nerd, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm hyped. What do you guys think about so many game companies like remaking classic games? Like it seems like 
every classic game that is in existence is getting a remake. Um, I think that it is good overall because um like the the remakes are good because it allows I I oh my gosh, hold on. I'm having like 30,000 thoughts go through my head at <laughs> once. I need to calm down. Um so Back whenever these people first made these games, hardware limitations were absolutely a thing. Like sure. I said, yeah, yeah, Fantasy yeah. 7 was split into three different discs. I guess they're technically still doing it now, but... Yeah, I, I mean, guess so. <laughs> but the games are beautiful now, and they're way different than they used to be. And I feel like hardware limitations no longer being a like big limiting factor. It, it's, it's good to see game developers... Uh, like revisit old projects and really bring them to life mm-hmm. in new ways. I think it's reinvigorating. I think it's good for the IPs. I think it's good for money. Um, and I also like that it gives um, a new generation that has not played the game a reason to play this game sure. and a newer format to play it on because a lot of the times compatibility can be an issue or just outdated software or just all that stuff. I think a lot of the new generation of gamers kind of look at these old games and think they look like trash. I'm not going to play that. And to an extent, I kind of understand like looking at like the old doom versus this new doom. Like I can kind of understand like back in the day it was cutting edge and it was amazing because it's all you had. But now it's like, why would you play those old games if they're going to get remade? Just well, because, essentially better. I mean, it, it, see, the, 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 there's a big difference between a remake, a remaster, and a reimagining. Sure. True, true. Yeah. Like, I would not get, like, the Dooms are a remake. Yeah, like a, Doom, Doom is probably not the best. Doom yeah, is not no. the best mm-hmm. example because of how much of the the core mechanics and gameplay has actually changed. I guess it's more of a reimagining yeah. than really a remake. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Because they have nothing That's to the same the, way with. I feel the same way about Final Fantasy VII Remake. It doesn't feel like a remake. It's definitely a reimagining. Right. Has there been any games that have been essentially the same gameplay-wise, but just with like really, really updated graphics? graphics? Halo CE and yeah. Halo 2 got their anniversary editions, which are basically okay, that's, remakes. That's true. Because like I was about to say Halo Master Chief Collection, and there's also older Final Fantasy games like uh, Final Fantasy, like I think one through. I guess six. Um, they they keep getting updated, and they either do a HD pixel remasters, mm. which is literally just they improve the graphics, and then it's the same game, or they will do um, sort of reimaginings, but it's also the same game, um, which is literally just they'll put it into three D instead of two D, like they have three D models, but it's still the same like top down mm-hmm. kind of stuff. That's what they did with uh, Final Fantasy three. They released it on like PSP and DS with like 3D models and stuff, but it was the same game. I guess the Pokemon so. games are kind of similar as well. Like say with like, what was mm-hmm. it like Fire Red and Leaf Green? Yeah. Fire Red, Leaf Green. Um, and the I guess brilliant, Omega Ruby and Sapphire and Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl in a way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They really those aren't really remakes. Those are I, I would call those remasters. Sure. Because they did change stuff. They really need to do Chrono Trigger. Hmm. <laughs> Dude, a Chrono Trigger remaster would that would be crazy. Actually, no, just remake with upgrade updated graphics would honestly be yeah. fine. They did it with um what was Chrono it? Uh, Trials of Mana or whatever. Since so, so didn't they do Chrono's Chrono Cross as well? I feel like there was something Ooh, about that recently. I do believe. Oh man, I do not remember. Uh, Chrono Cross remake. I do know they remastered that one. Yeah, they remastered that mm. one, which is basically like upscaling it and making it not look like doo-doo <laughs> fart, which was good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I'm down for companies doing this as long as they do it in like an insightful way. Like, oh, a really good example. I think we talked about this last week, but a really good example is the uh, the Resident Evil games. Mm. Those games being remade are fantastic. Mm. Capcom is doing just amazing with those games. Well, I mean, they did really amazing with two. Three was kind of mixed. Really? Yes. Mm, interesting. Huh. All right, well. I mean, I haven't played those games. I've only visually seen them, so 
can't offer too much there, but nevertheless, um, Cord. Yes, my name. Talk about talk about Activision. Ah, uh, yes. And just the chaos that went down. <laughs> Activision. Just, so you know, over the past it. like year, I guess Activision has kind of been in the shitstorm of being known for treating its employees awfully and improperly in the workplace. However, uh, analysis from the U.S. government and internal analysis from Activision Blizzard showed that while some of the more publicized reports of terrible treatment of employees are true, it does not it is not a sign of a greater systematic issue at Activision Blizzard. In fact, they've over the years outside of some of those um, bigger incidences have actually improved in a lot of the areas of like uh, staff training, gender inclusivity, mm. all that type of stuff. Press X That's to good. doubt. I mm, I want to remain hopeful. <laughs> I want to I want to I want to give myself the ignorance bliss that they are in fact working toward bettering themselves. <laughs> uh, I, don't I feel know. like. I feel like that makes more sense in the sense of like historically Blizzard has been known for its inclusivity in the workplace. And so it doesn't, it doesn't like, I mean, it could be wrong. And like, I was kind of press X to doubt until I saw that there was more of a third party federal investigation analysis (laughs) that also coincided with the fact that there's not a systematic issue. I think, I think the word systematic can kind of be a little bit uh, misleading because I don't, in terms of, uh, what's the word? Um, In terms of these issues being systematic, it would imply that they have to be part of the system. So there would be things like sexism, racism, whatever, like inbuilt into the system of Activision. I think a lot of these issues are based off of individual people being this way. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it's not, of course, it's not going to be systematic because no company would ever, you know, make these. Condone these actions. Yeah, exactly. Like from a, from a systemic point of view in terms of like, you know, standard operating procedures, all this shit in like companies this big is always very bureaucratic and they have guides and all this crap. They're not going to bake that kind, those kind of issues. Yeah, it's, it's, those kind of things into their systems. It's always going to be an individual thing. It's always going to be specific individuals working there who are creating these issues. So yeah, I, I don't mm. think any, it would have to be really bad for a company to actually be investigated and found that these are systemic issues. Right, right. So I, mm. that, that's, that's why I'm kind of doubtful. I just think it may not be systematic or systemic it may be, I guess, half of the course in terms of gamers and gaming companies that, because like, well, I mean, let's, let's Maybe. not beat around the bush. Know. Gamers have a reputation of being a specific type of toxic. So it yeah. makes sense for a game company to kind of have their employees bring that with them to the workplace. Mm, I feel like there's that that is I I don't agree I do not agree because I feel like there should be a separation of play versus work there should be I feel like whenever whenever you're going to work there should be kind of like a mutual respect for your peers and like hey we're not going to rag on each other for every little thing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or be like super mean and loud and offensive and that these employees have. But from the looks of things, they're getting better. And that's good. I, I think they're getting better because there's so much of a public eye on them. I Yeah, I believe so too, which is good. It, it's good that we're, that the public, I guess, is like chastising this company and they're improving their policies and hopefully it'll be better for, I don't know, the greater good. Hopefully. Um, another thing is, um, I don't know if y'all saw, this is off topic, sort of off topic. Um, but did you guys see the blizzard, um, 
diversity, inclusivity, oh like oh my the, god, the that, little flow the, yeah, that's, that they made. That's old news. Yeah, that, yeah that's old that, news. That is old news, but hilarious. Whenever you were talking about like stuff, it is hilarious. <laughs> uh, whenever you're talking about like stuff being like systematic, that's where my mind mm-hmm. went to. Like that's that's like big picture, like whole company. It's not just individual kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Oh gosh. Nock, tell us about some interesting hardware modifications. Yeah, so I, I think this is actually kind of recent. It's like still trending on YouTube, but uh, there's a, a YouTuber who does kind of like, I guess like tech DIY kind of stuff. I watched this guy a while ago. He made like a, um, he made a DIY 4K projector. Okay. Like, mm. Straight up from, from parts. And I thought it was incredibly nice. cool. Uh, may may not be. I, I think it was cost effective, but like it's kind of a, it's it's definitely a DIY solution. But this video that went <laughs> kind of viral recently is one of the most impressive things I've seen people do uh, with like DIY tech stuff. So everybody knows that the PS Five is massive. It is huge, mm-hmm. and that's because it has. Uh, very specific cooling requirements because the CPU on that thing, CPU, GPU, SOC thing gets pretty freaking hot. So this, this guy was talking about the fact that, you know, usually three to five years later, PlayStations will always come out with like a slim version. Right. And this guy, for whatever reason, <laughs> didn't want to wait. <laughs> <laughs> so he modifies his PS5 to turn into a PS5 Slim and he gets the overall width of this thing to 1.9 centimeters, which for Americans Whew. is less Wait. than an inch. Whew. Okay, every that's, American knows 2.54 centimeters equals an inch. You need to do that to us, okay? <laughs> You had to Google that because you paused for way too no, long. No, I didn't. I swear to you, God. No, I heard. I, I nope, actually I heard the calculator it. come. Nope. Bro, what I do heard you mean? The calculator come out here. There was no fucking calculator. No, I mean, I mean, it's it looks impressive. There are a few caveats, I guess, because to be able to do this, it has to be water cooled because so much of the actual stuff that takes up the room in the PS5 is like heat sinks and fans. So if you want to remove all that shit, the only realistic thing you can do is water cool. And what essentially happened is like when you do water cooling, you need to have like a reservoir and radiator. That stuff is kind of placed conveniently outside of this PS5 slim. (laughs) Um, Ah. So there is a very large, like (laughs) it's actually looks pretty massive. This, this, combination reservoir and uh, fan radiator stuff. So what what he did was he actually built a custom water block, a custom brass water block that covers the entire PS5 motherboard. Oh. And like, you know, made the specific parts that go over the CPU, built all these like bridges for, you know, other other chips and stuff that get a little bit hot now on the on the PS5, but mm-hmm. it, for the most part, it's the the memory and the CPU that gets pretty hot on the PS5. Um, I feel like this isn't do it yourself. This is more like he did it himself. We need like a new category <laughs> of like just crazy shit that people do that you're never gonna do. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah like he he did this thing. Nobody else is gonna try this because <laughs> this is ridiculous. Right. I don't know about nobody else, but there's there's a very specific few like people, people who are able to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My joke works, Knock. Stop criticizing uh, it. It was a beautiful enough. joke. Fair enough. Okay, fine. I gathered the lulls in the, our non-existent chat. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> oh my God. So one of, the, one of the really funny things that happened was uh, he, he bricks a PS5. Absolutely destroyed a PS5. Nice. Because he, he, this was like, he, he turns it on, he started messing with it. And uh, the, he didn't notice, but the, the way he had positioned the radiator and reservoir combination thing kind of looks like, a, like an all-in-one kind of thing. 
it fell over mm. and he didn't notice it. And the air intake was like directly on the carpet on the floor. So I, I guess what was happening was overheat. Yeah, it o- overheated and he bricked one, but you know, apparently he got his hands on another one. You know, when you're a popular YouTuber, Dang. you can do this kind of shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, the, the, the other one was fine. Um, but what I thought was hilarious was the actual temperatures and how much better the temperatures are from water cooling than compared to uh, the stock PS5. The The CPU itself, um, it, it went down from like 85 degrees to like 75 degrees, and that's not a big deal. But what, Dang. what was interesting is that stock on a PS5, the memory chips run at almost 100 degrees Celsius. That's enough to boil water. What? A hundred Celsius at stock. Yeah. It was like I, ninety-four I'm degrees or sure something. A hundred degrees is where water boils in in Celsius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, and usually that's a very dangerous mm. place to to run to mm-hmm. run circuitry because you risk you know essentially desoldering the chips from them from the motherboard essentially. But the the temperature for this got down to like fifty degrees. Oh. Dang, I think oh same same with the VRMs too. The VRMs weren't quite up to 100 degrees, but they got down to like 60 or something degrees. I can't remember. I should have written this down, but still. Dang. Yeah. Do you think that companies will start water cooling their consoles? Hmm. I mean, it wouldn't help in terms of... Uh, it wouldn't help in terms like overall of... overall performance. It, it'll help in, in terms of performance. It wouldn't help in terms of form factor. Because you know you still need to have that that mm. thing as part of it. Oh right, right. Um, it probably could get the if if you you know literally did try to make a water cooled PS5 that you could have like in, in an all in one package. You probably could get it smaller than the stock PS5. You probably could. Yeah. I don't know if hmm. it's an interesting thought because like you can ship. My two que- my two questions are: Is it cost effective? Like, is it cheaper than the alternative? Yeah. And then how rare is the resource of like water cooling? Because I have no idea how what like goes into a water cooling cooling it's really system. Not too rare. It's like not. I feel like the main thing that would kill it would be the maintenance because you do you do have to like change out water, otherwise it gets gross. Not exactly. There there are um specific no? for most like hobbyist water coolers. Like yes, that is true. But there are those um all in one you can buy that are literally just like. It's a it's a hooked up pre hooked up radiator and fans and you know tubing. It's pre filled uh, goes to a CPU water block and you just get this thing as an all in one. And those things you don't have to do anything with them. They stay fine Dang. at least for quite huh. a while. <laughs> I mean, that's with so things like consoles, you kind of do want to go for a shelf life of like you know thirty years on yeah, a shelf yeah. life, but like. You know, you want them to last quite a while. You don't want them to to just brick off right. for a while because, like, you know, there are PS ones that are still kicking. And I think mm-hmm. maybe oh, with yeah. AIOs, you wouldn't be able to do that. I don't know what the the average life expectancy of a of your everyday AIO water cooler is, I, but mm, it would be interesting. I don't know. I know Rachel's got one on her computer when we bought that pre built thing. Kind of envious the, of that, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the main thing that I was thinking of was um, performance because chips are getting like a lot better and like faster, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, in the cooling department, we really haven't seen too much improvement. Like the PS5 has massive heat sinks and fans and stuff, but it it like when you look at the PS2, like that thing heated up as well. But like. Like, I, oh my gosh, hold on. I, I had my idea and then I lost it. No, oh shoot. Uh, uh, with the way that the industry is moving, it seems that cooling is sort of being neglected um, as like a compromise of like more power yeah. kind of thing. I, I want to say like, I feel like cooling was never quite an issue with like, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. And when you started getting mm-hmm. like the Xbox 360 around that time, yeah, yeah. that's when like consoles started having issues with cooling. Like, wasn't the Red Ring of Death like a cooling issue? Hardware. Um, oh, I don't remember. 
Yeah. But really? I, I didn't know that. If that's true. No, I don't think Red Ring of Death was nah. a, a, a cooling yeah. issue. I think it was just like a weird software bug. Yeah. Now I'm curious. Yeah. Um there was definitely Xboxes <laughs> that totally needed though, because they didn't have proper circ- proper circulation or anything or like whatever. But I I don't know. I don't know. I feel like water cooled consoles aren't the furthest thing from what could be part of the industry tomorrow, I guess. I don't know. That would be pretty interesting. Okay. That was a, that was a really long tangent. <laughs> Let, let's get back on this. Uh, next thing. Uh, Bethesda. Bethesda is moving some of their older games onto steam. Um, this is because they're basically shutting down slash starting to like uh, kind of phase out their old launcher that they were using. Um, Bethesda had a launcher they were using. (laughs) Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Um, Yeah, I have. I there's not a lot of games on there that you can't just buy on Steam, and so it's basically like, what's the point? Mm -hmm. You know, like it's kind of obsolete. It doesn't really matter. So they're kind of phasing it out, and that's why they're moving these games over. But the Elder Scrolls Arena, aka the first one. Elder Scrolls 2, Daggerfall, Elder Scrolls Adventures, Redguard, Elder Scrolls Legend, Battlespire, and Wolfenstein Enemy Territory are all heading over to Steam. <laughs> and I do believe that Wolfenstein is free for a limited time. Um, the Elder Scrolls Arena and Daggerfall are also free. I'm not sure if that's for a limited time or if that's for forever. Probably not forever. Um, but if you've ever wanted to play those games, then go for it, I guess. Why not? Um, yeah, I, I just was like, whoa, that's kind of interesting, um, that they're phasing out their own launcher. And now you get a bunch of free Elder Scrolls games. Can Ubisoft do the same to thing? To be fair though, those... That'd be nice. Uh, Ubisoft, I don't think they'll do the same. <laughs> mm, no, I don't think they'll do the same I just thing. I hate having so many launches, like Origin as well. I do too. Mm-hmm. Oh, Origin is god-awful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's all for that uh, next up Cord tell us the news that broke all of our hearts earlier this week ah uh, yes Internet Explorer the first free browser ever created by Microsoft was officially put down for good on June 15th I'm sorry, but as a web developer, I couldn't be happier. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that thing sucked. <laughs> it was a terrible browser, but it was loved by many. Uh, loved by peace. many 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, definitely outdated. Well, I mean, shoot, that was where like a lot of people started on the internet was using the freaking school computers with yeah, Internet man. Explorer and stuff. I remember. Yeah, no one so. used Sorry. <laughs> I can't remember all the percentages of like web browser of web browser usage today. Google, of course, has some sort of crazy amount along with like Firefox sure. and Oprah. And then there was an other and the other was 3%. And that is where the Internet Explorer line amongst the other. <laughs> Man, I, I remember being, like, I must have been around 2005 where I was like, my, my friend told me about this new browser he's using called Firefox. <laughs> Yeah, it's like wow, you can use different browsers. Had no idea. <laughs> oh my god, God, that was that was literally um, like back then. Like no, there was no other option, <laughs> or at least there was. Yeah, that, and there still is no other pay. option. <laughs> there, there was other options, but they weren't as good, like at right. all. Um, I feel like this is a case of um, you're sad to see him go, but you love to watch him <laughs> leave because God, that that browser was so awful. <laughs> Uh, man. but good memories good memories um next thing is um amazon okay so i remember last week we talked about the uh the xbox game pass and how we were like wow this is like a really good deal it seems almost good too good to be true <laughs> what's the real cost theory mm. <laughs> you know that kind of thing and um apparently Amazon was like, yo, let me get in on that action. And uh, they have been 
providing some more free games through Amazon Prime. Now, this is a thing that they've already been doing, but what made waves this week was that they are going to include Mass, Def- Ma- bleh, Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition, which is a legendary game, I guess. I don't know. I've never played it, but it's it's got a big standing online, so bleh. Um, it's putting out a couple of indie games and also some Star Wars games. I can't remember exactly which ones, um, mainly because I didn't write them down and also because the article that I read was very vague about which ones were going on. Um, but in total, there is going to be 30 more games added, and these are completely for free if you have Prime. And I think that this is a telling or wait, hold on. I think this is very telling of where the, I guess, video games industry is going in the future. It seems that subscription based models for acquiring and playing games is going to be the new normal. So everybody, <laughs> I guess, use what tr- true bill, figure out what subscriptions <laughs> you are paying for and not paying for. We're not sponsored. Yo, 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 yo stop, shut, shut the fuck up. Shut so. the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. No, no, no. We, we don't give away free sponsorship <laughs> hey. time. Hey, I'm just trying to help the people. We don't. We don't give. We don't. We dude. do not give. Dude, okay. We 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 do not oh. give away free sponsorship time. We've been over this, dude. Have you? Okay. I'm just gonna. I've I've watched my bank account, and um, I've seen like a subscription charge, and I'm like, I don't know what the hell that was for, but I guess, I guess I just paid for it, and I could not be bothered <laughs> because it's like five dollars yeah. or something, and I just I I can't be I cannot be bothered. So. If you want to get that under control, use that. <laughs> Which I will not say the name of again because apparently it makes Cord angry. <laughs> um, but yeah, subscription-based models are apparently the way of the future. Uh, Anyways, I'm not happy about speaking that. Speaking <laughs> of subscription-based, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, man, I, you're not. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to drag that one on for for longer. No, but you're good. Yeah, I don't know. I just. I'm not sure I, I like that. The idea of not being able to own your games, be able to like. Bro, no one's going against owning your games. I'm sure you can but still like, own the thing about this, like, we have so many different streaming services like Netflix, Hulu, mm-hmm. Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, HBO Max, et cetera, et cetera. No one's stopping you from owning your movies or shows. Yeah, true. Yep. It, it's the, it's the, the thing about it is that overarching this is the entertainment industry and that's just how things work that's just the way things have been going it's the way things have been going it's probably going to continue <laughs> in this trend and that's just that's just how it is i think games are a little bit more unique because the games are so much more niched and depending on what time of game you have you will spend way more time with it than any given show or movie that's a good point i i do agree but I'm just pointing out the correlation of like entertainment. Oh no, it's been subscription you're, you're, based you're, for a while. Like you're right. Yeah, but it's just slightly different because like me, I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. almost not motivated at all to ever buy a subscription because I have enough multiplayer games. I buy the mm-hmm. only, the only mm-hmm. subscription I really subscribe to at this point is paying sixty bucks a year for COD. Other than that, <laughs> what on earth? Wait, oh, because a new game. Okay, sorry. My I, I was like, why on earth are you paying sixty sixty dollars to COD every year? I, I thought you were talking about all for the same game, and then I realized, brain blast. <laughs> um, I, I see where you're coming from, Knock. I, I do, but at the same time, I feel like the industry and the market is just changing. And it's just moving in a different direction. You can still buy and keep and play your games as you wish. But the more, I guess, efficient and wise option would be to pay for the subscription thing and do that. Eh, guess sir. Sure, you don't own the game, but like if you really wanted to own the game, then you could pay the $60 and then you could actually own the game. But that's more expensive. So why on earth would you do that? Unless you really like the game, I guess. Until the industry goes, or you in, want to support the uh, developers. Until the industry goes in such a direction that actually buying games doesn't exist anymore. Same with streaming music and movies. Mm. Like I can env- envision a point in time where that actually happens. Like, 
I hope it doesn't happen. I don't I do think I don't like think that. I don't think I'll ever go with games because games are just a different breed of entertainment. Yeah. I disagree. Especially as long as physical copies of games exist. I'm like cartridges. And I'm stuff. not that is, 100%. That doesn't stop to music in that, that sense. I'm, I'm not 100% set on the idea that in 20 years we wouldn't see that happen with games where or movies or any kind of streaming where there are physical, tangible versions of these forms of entertainment media. Hmm. I think I just think games um, are too expensive to make for them to be able to just be something yeah. that you can just stream on Spotify esque. Yeah, yeah. Do you think the games yeah. are more expensive to make than movies? Um, did Ooh. I say, did I say movies or did I, I said music? Right? No, you said games. Yes, I said games and music. Fair enough. Mu- that yeah, was my mu- comparison. Music's another thing. Yeah, music's not entirely very expensive to make, but like. Comparing movies and games is a little bit different. I think games mm, can be a I bit more. I feel like more. movies are more. No, I think it depends it, it, on what what game it really depends. depends. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. because it, like because like even like a like a free to play game or like a game that gets constantly updated, those aren't uh, those aren't just a uh, one development fee and done. No, you still have to pay developers mm-hmm. to maintain servers and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. True. Oh yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Um, also, Cord, you brought up you brought up the whole physical thing with music. Dude, I can plug a CD into any CD player and it'll work. I can't plug a PS2 disc into an Xbox 360 and then have it work. So no, I exclusivity was, I was more so- of the of the media format. Sure. Keep games yeah. alive. Um I was more saying in the sense of like um like there's still physical copies of music and that doesn't stop them from going to streaming. That's, that's a good mm. point. Yeah. I mean, shit, vinyl came back. Yeah. Yeah. Vinyl came back. I mean, it's yeah, kind of, I, I think uh, that's more God, because of it. demand. Like there are people who want to have physical, tangible versions of these oh, yeah. media. And that's, and that's a, a market sh- market sector that people aren't willing to not cater to, I guess. all interesting very very interesting um speaking of subscription-based services cord tell us about netflix um netflix along with as we talked about last week confirming a second season of squid game they've also announced that they're going to be releasing or making a squid game reality tv show where 456 people will compete in games to try and win the prize amount of 4.56 million which is the highest payout of any game show ever. Oh, the irony. I was going to say, like, I'm... <laughs> oh, the irony. I feel like I don't... I feel like I understand the premise of the show, and that just makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fact that they're going to do this. Yeah, no, it's... It's really... It's absolutely hilarious. I, I don't know if it's necessarily Ironic. hypocritical. I mean, like, <laughs> if the point of the show is to criticize that kind of uh that kind of action Economy. and then i, I guess um, do it okay themselves. i don't think it wasn't it's the, the show's criticism wasn't of game shows no 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 it was it, more yeah yeah it was more of the wealth imbalance of the or the the wealth inequality mm-hmm. between poor and rich people yep but it is ironic that out of this show Very. They just decide, oh, look, we're going to make a game, an actual game show. Unless, unless the intention of this game show is to point out that sometimes uh, life imitates art, I guess. Dude, that, that would be something else for them to pull. Oh my God. If they actually do that, I will... I I will physically shit. I, mean, I know the brick. saying is odd imitates life. Do or life imitates all. I can't remember which way it usually is, but still, like it it's go- like it-, it would be hilarious if the whole point of this game show is to make 
to make a political slash social commentary on, I guess, at least in the United States and um, most first world countries, no, not necessarily, the, the wealth inequality that we have. I don't think mm-hmm. so. There's no way. It's definitely just because Netflix is trying to take advantage of the Squid Game's IP. It's the biggest yes. thing since yeah. uh, Stranger Things that they've produced. Mm-hmm. I will I will actually lay an egg if they take it in that direction. I, I will have a I will have a baby. I'll have a chicken. <laughs> I'll make a little moosey chicken. I Sorry, will. I'm just kind of googling. If that's actually where CEO they go. CEO of Netflix net worth. Mm. Let's see how mm. much money does this guy have? <laughs> Six billion dollars. Bruh. <laughs> yeah. I, I I feel like it would be <laughs> what if they did it hyper realistic and like the, the process to get on is like you have to enter what your wage is ever like your yearly oh wage. Oh my god. <laughs> or, or or not yearly, uh, yearly income. And if it's like above or below, they like pick you or they don't pick you. <laughs> like they get like really just like or if you have debt, then you get put in. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh my if, god! If they did, that would be awful. If they did, if you have debt or something, if they literally do it wage based, then that will be literally the point of the whole show of rich the people taking app. advantage of poor people. <laughs> the application mm-hmm. for this freaking show makes has has to get you to link with Credit Karma. <laughs> yeah. If they do that, then that is literally the most ironic thing they could have done oh my god that that would be crazy wow i almost hope they do it i want to see if they have the balls <laughs> do they do they have the do they have the the balls to do that Just the, i guess another layer of the irony is how fucking massive and how valuable the company netflix is mm-hmm <sighs> It'd be interesting to see where the winner goes in life. <laughs> Is he going to get his hair dyed? I think he's going to get his yeah, hair dyed. Do you, do you think they'll? <laughs> do you think they'll follow in the footsteps of the show to break down the show? God, yeah, because they win, they believe that they have been cho- chosen by some sort of shadow government to carry out the actions of the main character of the show. What? And so that's now their like that's now their like new belief. It's like their new about? religion that they have to do. I don't know. <laughs> you lost me. You lost me there. You lost Dude, me in I the lost sauce. Myself. You lost me in the sauce, <laughs> I man. Lost myself. That was ridiculous. I wonder if anybody's gonna yeah. die in this. <laughs> like for real. Dude. Netflix has said they're already be no. shooting people with their very expensive cameras, so unfortunately. Mm-mm. Yeah, they're going to be shooting rubber bullets like like in the in the fucking 2020 Black Lives Matters things. Right. <laughs> It'll do the same amount of damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. That that might be a little bit too spicy of a joke for me to try and make. <laughs> Nobody ever died during the filming of all seasons of Survivor. Though somebody did get pretty messed up. Really? There was at one time that somebody really? fell into a campfire and like burnt the shit out of themselves not to get it. Bro, how do out. you fall into a Damn. campfire, bro? Damn, they he probably tripped. I think he somebody think left he fell a on the ground. Shit. I know it was like the smoke made him pass out, so he oh, fell out, the- fell in. Uh, mm, damn. Okay, I feel, sucks. I feel, you know, not knowing the story, and if I'm completely wrong, I'm sorry, but I feel like you have to be a certain type of stupid to fall into a campfire <laughs> and just like not get out of it instantly and sustain like really massive burns. Supposedly he passed like, out. You're just like hotboxing like, your lungs with all that carbon yeah. and like you know the monoxide stuff. I don't know. I feel like it, it would. Okay. No, actually, I shouldn't say that. That's stupid. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I was about. No, I'm gonna say it's it. never okay. stopped you before. <laughs> If you've if you if you've if you've ever like stood behind a car and smelt the exhaust <laughs> and and then been like oh I'm lightheaded like it's kind of that it's kind of that I could I could see and that, then yeah. I was like oh no and then I was like oh no people are gonna think I stand behind cars and huff the, <laughs> huff the carbon monoxide <laughs> I gotta say that that shit used to be a lot worse in the nineties 
They didn't make cars. They, mm. made, they make cars a little bit more oh, yeah. efficient and, and nicer for the environment nowadays. Yeah. Go green. Hmm. All right. Well, I feel like this is a, a good point to end off the podcast. Very chill vibes this yeah. one. Um, Cord. Shout out your socials, please. Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at Cord underscore Gamer at Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Patreon. I'm forgetting something. And not only fans. Mm-hmm. Knock, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash NOCV. Uh, Spotify, NOC.V. Got a new new song coming out this weekend on Saturday. Let's go. How about you, Cord? You can find me at Cord underscore Gamer. Fuck. Twitter, YouTube, Discord, Reddit. That was the one I forgot. Patreon and not only fans. Muzi, how about you? (laughs) (laughs) You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Muzio underscore M-U-Z-I-0-H underscore. And you can also find me on Twitter at It's Musio with the same spelling. Y'all, this has been a good one. We will see you all in next week's episode. See Bye-bye. Ya. Peace.